What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong, history. And we good on that, put Jill on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap, bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy, it's slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news, go and subscribe. Hang out with Buzzy and Goose, tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz. I am joined by my dude Goose, aka Bull Scripted. We are here to recap the Chicago Bulls preseason, a three and one preseason, and a win over the Milwaukee Bucks, one twenty seven to one hundred four. But before we do that, be sure you're going on TapSportsNet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on TapSportsNet. Following Goose at Bull Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us five star rating interview because that's cool and tough. If you're watching on Twitter or Facebook. Go over to the YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel on Tap Sportsnet, hop into the comments section. Let's talk about the Bulls. Goose, preseason's over. We did the first game. We skipped the next two games because it's preseason. It's whatever. You know, we're still on vacation mode, but now we're here. Preseason recap. Bulls win 127-104 over Milwaukee to end it out to finish, uh, what is it, 3-1. Three 3-1 and one. Three three and and one on the preseason. So- so we're definitely winning a championship. That's, oh, yeah. that's, that's the vibes I'm getting. Yeah, you know? 100%. I mean, this game against Milwaukee was everything and a bag of chips. Um, we had no stars uh, at all in this game. Um, it's kind of funny that we're, we're we're doing a show tonight with what was put on the floor because the level of competition really isn't uh, noteworthy to say. I was actually kind of surprised to see Vooch out there. Uh, for well, as well, long as he was, too. I mean, he got 24 minutes in, but he, he looked good in his 24 minutes. 17 points, 11 boards, 4 assists, 2 steals. He did have 4 turnovers, yeah. but 7 for he 9 had, from the field. He had mama calling for mom. Yeah, absolutely. Patrick Williams, a guy who is in jeopardy, I think, of losing his starting job, which we will talk about here. Why don't fucking just talk about it now? Patrick Williams and the Javante Green thing. I got to write an article about that over on tap about how Javante Green has just been balling out this preseason. Um, I mean, before tonight, the guy was shooting 75%, 76% from the field or something like that, and then like 75% from downtown. Obviously, he cannot keep that up. But, I mean, he shot 50% tonight uh, and he had 10 points, five boards, one steal, doing yeah. Javante yeah. things. Less than 20 seconds in the game, he was on a transition fast break, putting the ball in the bucket. Um, that man just finds the hole. That's That's it. I mean – we did see a little bit from Pat tonight in that same air of cutting. Um, but no, the elephant in the room is who's going to start? Is it going to be a night-to-night kind of basis? Uh, is Billy going to continue to give Pat the nod? And then we see Javante uh, be that spark off the bench um, with what we saw in preseason and what we saw in the playoffs. And uh, most of last year with Pat out is that, Javante really does fit well with those starters because oh yeah, I mean it's, it's and he's a big piece when when Zoe is missing too because when Javante gets on the break he just starts fucking going 
you know, I mean, he, he really helps get that transition offense going. And I, that's why I really like when he's out on the court, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I kind of had the conversation with like Doug Tonus and a couple other guys on Twitter about like what we expect Pat to be. And I had people telling me, well, you know, it's very rare that you get more than three all-stars in a draft class. Like, listen, I don't want to hear all that shit, man. We drafted him at four because of raw talent. You're in year three. I want to see it. I don't care if it's preseason. I want to see it. I want to see something. Today, I get to see a little bit. Now, Milwaukee sent out the B team, but I'm not going to take it away from Pat. I like the 22-5-5. and five. I like the 22-5-5. Five and five. In 32 minutes out of Pat, I don't care who he was against. That's what he did out on the court tonight. I really enjoyed seeing that aggressive with a shot, looking for a shot, making good decisions. I really liked it. Um, I really thought that he looked good with Drummond, and I just got beat by Brooklyn to that. I Yeah, I thought he looked good with Drummond tonight, but I, I thought Pat looked good with uh, – I actually like Pat and Javante out there together tonight too. So is it as simple for you as DeMar and Zach just require too much usage and that makes Pat uh, the fifth thought on the floor and it, it just – it doesn't work out for him? Is that where you think Billy's thinking's coming in? Because we see tonight without the stars on the floor, when Pat has the opportunity to be a little bit more of a focal point, he he can get it done. He can put 20 in the hole for you it, um, and, and do things all over the floor. He has to find a way, or Billy, whoever it may be between the both of them, need to find a way to get him going when Zach and Damar are out there. I mean, that's just what it needs to be. I, you know, it can't be catering to Pat Williams on when he can and can't like it, he needs to get it going somehow to impact the game positively. And that's what we haven't seen out of him with those guys so far. We need to see that. Like, I don't care. Like I told you, well, we were doing that uh, episode way before the preseason started. We we're talking like, give me 13 to 15, six boards, do your thing. Just be there for them when they, because those guys are the focal point because he is the fourth option. Arguably, if Zoe comes back and is healthy, sometimes Pat might be the fifth option. It just is what it is. And we heard those words directly from his mouth and the pressers throughout the preseason, um, whether it was in being asked about the demotion to Javante or just his fit and role with the starters, and that he does feel that it's his job to help get them going, that he is an afterthought. Yeah, I hate that. I hate for him that he feels like, I mean, well, not that he said the afterthought part, but like, you know, if he feels like that, because he's a key cog in this machine tonight on the offensive end, when, I mean, he was fighting for offensive boards. He, uh, he grabbed four offensive rebounds tonight. So out of his five rebounds, four of them goose were offensive. I love seeing stuff like that. Especially while sharing the floor with Drummond. That's a pretty impressive feat. Yeah, Drummond, how many rebounds did he have? It feel, oh, he ended up with nine because he had like one in the first half or something like that. Bulls only had three three-pointers going into the in second half tonight. They only had three. That it still remains to be an issue. I see it now, and I really, I really don't like you mean, it. I, you mean Goran Dragic being a near 40% three-point shooter is not going to solve our problems? <sighs> I, I thought he looked good off the bench tonight, too. He, he, he looked decent. I mean, Kobe uh, in the second half, Kobe probably had as many threes himself as the whole entire team had in the first. So that was a positive development. Yeah, he led the team tonight with four. He hit four of them tonight. Four for eight for Kobe White, 50% from three-point land. Uh, yeah, I, I love seeing that. Io started off pretty timid, wasn't very aggressive tonight, was just kind of playing his game, finding his uh, way within the offense itself. But he looked pretty decent. I mean, you know, Dalen Terry doing Dalen Terry things all over the goddamn place like a madman, five assists, four boards, five points. Um, you know, th- this team has a, 
I still don't feel like I know what they're going to do when we get into the regular season. I don't, I don't know the true identity. And I wanted to actually talk to you about this today. So Zach Lowe, which I, I like Zach Lowe. I think he's a good, I think he's a pretty good writer. I think he's a pretty good podcaster. Um, he does his annual, like he does annual, like I think it was power rankings at first. And then today it was like the watchability of like NBA league pass, what games are, are like the best to watch. And he, he ranked the bulls at 18. Um, within the offense that we've kind of seen through the preseason, do you think that's too low? you think, I mean, obviously I know you're not going to say it's too high. Do you think it's too low? This is shy slam a jamma, man. Yeah. That's way too low. We saw it tonight without the stars. We have role players that can soar, you know, whether it's Derek Jones, Pat will, uh, or Javante who, uh, had a damn near free throw line dunk the previous game, you know, like, I don't know how you can say the watchability of this team is going to be so low. I understand without Zoe that the the showtime factor isn't really there. It is going to be offense by committee and point guard by committee. But you have star power on this team, and behind those stars, you have role players that are going to have highlights. You had NBA, the the Twitter, their official Twitter, tweeting out. Caruso jamming. Caruso jamming, a lot of these Bulls dunks make it to the mainstream media platform so to see them in the second half of Lowe's rankings there is kind of low to me yeah i kind of like as i sat and thought about it, i was talking to our friend ian jacobs at white Sox truther on twitter he's a nice guy um always supports us and everything and listens to our shows and stuff but he was thinking it was like right around the same spot because other teams got better within the eastern conference he even said he's like buzz you're way more optimistic than i am about the team but i'm sitting there like really thinking about it i I have league pass. I know I'm a homer. I mean, look at me. I'm decked out head to toe like a dork. But, I mean, it's just, you know, like last year when DeMar was, like, really cooking, I know I know it wasn't like the, like you said, the showtime thing or, or Golden State just getting out in transition and chucking threes. But it was like, what is this guy going to do next? I thought it was some of the most exciting basketball that I had watched last year while he was cooking. Don't get me wrong. Times we got stagnant, which we talked about on this show, but I thought that was pretty exciting. I think better than 18. We were one of the best stories in the league for the first half of the year. Well, we were 10th. We were 10th last year. And the reason that Lowe put us down so far this year is because of what, what you pointed out is because Zoe is no longer here. Like I said, I like Lonzo ball, but even when he went out last year, Rosa made this team pretty fun. And then you had a story like Io DeSumo who came to making it pretty fun. I mean, you know, wherever you're at, I guess, and you live is when you become invested into something. I get that. But 18th out of the whole league, I I don't. Being, being in the bottom half doesn't make sense to me. This is one of the elite brands in the sport. We're always top three to five in attendance. And obviously that is related to your home crowd more than anything else. I mean, we know the city of Chicago is a giant sports town. Um, so those numbers never surprise you when you see the Bulls so high in attendance every year. Uh, but to, to think that they're going to be in the bottom half of the league in terms of excitement and watchability just seems a little far-fetched for me. Yeah, I thought that was a little crazy. Marco Simonovic is going to make the Bulls watchable this year. Don't worry, from our from our boy Chai Sports fan. God, did he look like shit. Um, <laughs> we watched him in person at a Windy City Bulls game, Goose and I together, and we were like, huh. I was like, oh. Yeah, no, watching watching him in person really made those, like, 20 and 15 stat lines that you see come across the timeline look like nothing. It's like a grown man playing with children, and it just – it looks awkward. It doesn't feel right, and you you almost just feel guilty that it's – he's capable of doing those things against those guys, 
but you know at the next level it's just it's not it's almost work. like tyson fighting an infant and then yeah, now, really. but, you know, but now you're here you know I, I don't know um but back to our patrick williams javante green talk man this is something that's pretty hot right now obviously we pretty much know what the starting lineup is going to be io started the whole preseason uh Dragic will be coming off the bench io is gonna earn that starting nod which awesome i'm a huge io guy so i'm very very happy for that um we're gonna have zach you're gonna have demar you're gonna have vooch who are you gonna put there? Who are I, you gonna put there? I would put Javante. Are you gonna I, give it a short? Are you gonna give it a short leash, or is that are you hundred percent diving in there? I'm hundred percent diving in there at, at this point. I don't know that you give Pat the fourth overall pick. You know, benefit of the doubt. I, I don't know that he deserves that at this point. Obviously, he missed most of the season last year. I just think for the fit, the flow of the rotation. Everything that we've seen points to Javante probably being that answer there. Yeah, he, he um, just shot so well in the preseason. I mean, if, if there if there was a competition, an inner competition there, because, you know, Billy kind of switched that shit up. You know, it was Pat, then it was Javante, then it was Derek Jones Jr., then it went back to Pat in this last game. Um, uh, Javante Green has a history of scoring like this in the preseason too. Back in like, I think it was like 2019 or something like that. He shot 60% with the Celtics in the preseason, which is still very fucking good for a six, five guy playing power forward. Okay. <laughs> you know, but what I, whatever, like I, I'm glad you said Javante. Um, if I want to win right away, which I do, that's who I want to go with. But I, I just wish Pat would do something because I'm I'm putting my I'm putting my stake in the ground here. I know it's just preseason. And I'm probably going to take a lot of heat for this or whatever. You know, I'm just going to put out a, a a general feeler. I do not think Pat is good enough to be in the starting lineup right now. He's got to be better. He's got to be better. He's got to learn how to play with those guys. If Javante can play without him and still be effective, then Pat should be able to too. Well, and in my mind. He's not really coming off the bench behind Javante. He's coming off the bench behind DeMar DeRozan. At this point of his career, DeMar can be the shooting guard, the small forward. He's he's a four. Um, defensively, he's not going to guard any of those guys on the wings, really. The nights that you're going to have Javante matched up with the power forward are the nights where you have Giannis out there. And we've actually right. seen Javante have as, as much success as anyone can have in guarding Giannis because he's just fearless, and he puts his body into it, and he doesn't let you do what you want to do. Um, Pat, physically, uh, if you're looking at the guys, you'd be like, nope, yeah, I want that guy uh, starting at my four. But the dog mentality in Javante just shines through, um, and the fit with those starters, not needing the ball at all, just knowing how to cut, cutting at every opportunity possible. He just fits, I think, the scheme that Billy wants to run with those starters this year better. Um, and look, but like you said tonight, having both of them on the floor at the same time is also not a bad option. That was kind of fun. Listen, that was kind of fun. You know, that, that was working out real well. I really liked when him, when Pat, Javante, and Caruso were in there together. That was pretty fun. A little bit of dog on the defensive end, and I will give Pat credit where credit's due here. He really wanted to push with those guys. So I like that. So, um, you know, I like I said, I just wish it looked a little bit more crisp, a little bit more confident going into the start of the season here. Um, you know, and and after a big takeaway for me after preseason as well is I wish we had a little bit more size outside okay. of just Vooch and Drummond. I, I, I'm kind of noticing that I think that's going to become a problem again. The takeaway for me here, and I'm not hitting a panic button. Um, oh, God. What's your, what's your take on Zach not averaging over 10 points per game? Oh, I got nothing. Nothing? 
Nothing, because I went back. See, I thought the same shit, and I was going to write an article today. I was about that. I, I wrote one. I can't remember what the fuck I wrote about. Go down percent field goal under ten points per game. He was taking a, some weird shots too. You know, like he he had times where he could just be set and, and let one go, and he was. I felt like he was fucking around a little bit. Now that you know, I don't know. I could be completely wrong. I could be like my homerism can can be getting in the way. Um, but he, I'm not really too worried about it, man. I've watched this guy for the last two years in a row go oh, damn near 25, five and five on 50, 40 and, you know, 88 from the, from, you know, uh, the charity stripe, his percentages have been good. It's preseason coming off a little minor, you know, surgery that he had in the off season or whatever. I'm, I'm not, I'm not worried about Zach at all. Um, now we yeah, get three, four games in, I'll be fucking terrified. Honestly, but right. it, I think that's a fair assessment. Like I said, I'm, I'm by no means hitting a panic button. Uh, those numbers definitely stood out to me, uh, but you'd have to imagine that if the Bulls were concerned about it or Zach was concerned about it, that he would have played at least that 20 minutes that he's been playing throughout the preseason tonight to kind of reaffirm that. But uh, him not playing tonight actually tells me that they are confident in him going forward and he is confident. Um, and where he's at for the regular season to start next week. Because if not, I, I think you, you would have seen him out there tonight. Yeah, you know, like I said, Zach, we know what kind of scorer Zach is. I mean, this guy, I, I still have that faith in our Taurus and Mark Eversley. Like, no chance. I don't care what his name brought or notori- notoriety behind it. Like, if he was not a good player or he, if he was like something was really wrong with him, I don't know if they would have given him a max. I think they could have got away with probably not. Um, but I think he's fine. I think he's fine. He'll be good in the regular season. I'm not really too concerned about anything. I, I'm concerned about the things that I'm concerned about are spacing within the offense, um, the lack of three pointers being thrown up, um, defense. I'm not too worried about if I if I've got Io and because um, Io does pretty good defensively. I'm not really worried about him and Javante being out there together once the starting lineup hits. I'm just more so worried about spacing. I guess that's like the thing that's really bothering me right now: spacing and a little bit of lack of size. Other than that, I mean, it's kind of the same shit, right? You know, I mean, they didn't change the roster too much. Dalen Terry's not going to get any sort of run when the regular season starts. Not at least off the bat. Doesn't that make you sad? That makes me sad. Oh, yeah. That's why, like, when people make, like, and this goes for almost any sport, man. Like, when people rip on preseason, I don't get it. Like, these guys, like, you know, an 18th pick in the draft who might not be as obviously sexy as a lottery pick or anything like that, but you're going to get to see this guy play after the summer league that he kind of put out, which was decent. You know, I want to see him get a little bit of run against the guys in the NBA, maybe in game one or two of the preseason. Like, that excites me. It sucks that he's not going to be playing as much when the regular season hits, but you know how this team goes, man. You know, something might go down and he might get some playing time, you know. I really don't want him in the rotation off of that because probably that means something bad happened. But, you know, uh, I enjoyed watching him play this preseason. I think that I think the city will really like him if he gets a lot of run, uh, you know, when the time comes. You know, I mean, just his dog mentality. Yeah, I think he's he's got to find some minutes. Billy's got to find some minutes and ways to use him, um, even if it's in like that Shaq Harrison demolition man kind of. Role where you know there's five ten minutes a game to get some energy and some pop uh, and to make some things happen out there on the floor. But I hope by the end of the year that he's uh, fighting for rotational minutes. MVP of your preseason? Uh fucking Demar, man. Like I, I don't know how that dude plays twenty minutes and still just averages twenty points like it's nothing. Like he just walks out there like he's sleepwalking, puts on a show, and goes and sits down and calls it a night. 
Um, so just at this age, his preparation, um, his readiness for the season and to seemingly pick up where he left off without skipping a beat was uh, encouraging to see. Yeah, I, uh, I got to say that my my MVP of the preseason is going to be none other than Nikola Vucevic. I thought Vuce, right. looked, I thought Vuce looked good this preseason. I felt like he looked a little bit more confident. I got to give Billy a lot of credit for really establishing, making it a point to get him going, playing more inside-out ball than outside-in ball with him. Um, I really, really enjoyed that this preseason. You get him going, and that that's like the cool thing. Like that was always in my mind when Vooch was here and then DeMar came in and Zach was doing what Zach was doing and having Zoe healthy was if you play from the inside going outside, he's got a couple snipers near him. Pat Williams shoots pretty good percentage career-wise. I know it's not a high volume of shots, but he shoots pretty good percentage, like 37%, I think he has career from three. You have Zach, who's a good three-point shooter. You had Zoe, who is a good three-point good three point shooter. You have DeMar, who can operate in the mid-range game. He can uh, create a little bit. You know, so um, I, I like playing that way, and I hope they continue to do that to get Vooch going because he was pretty good, man. He was pretty good. Yeah, no, I mean, without a true point guard outside of maybe Dragic, who we've kind of established should be coming off the bench with uh, the way Billy attacked us in the preseason with Io, um, I mean, I'd like to see them play more through Vooch, and it was nice to see him not hesitating. There was a couple times tonight where he took some deep threes uh, without hesitation at all, and just seeing that confidence going into the season. Uh, and the fact that he played tonight, uh, like we both said, he, he probably played a little bit too much for a preseason game that was lacking in star power. I wonder uh, why. Probably because he's feeling it. He just wants to do you think that? Do you think that was why? I mean, I think that's it. I think he was feeling it. Uh, one, uh, probably wants to stay consistent. I know I'm more of a routine person. If I get out of my good routine, shit goes bad. If I'm doing well and I'm in a routine and I'm in a groove, don't do anything that's changed up. I mean, I'm not as crazy as wearing the same clothes every day, you know, but a routine is something that feels good. And when you're riding a good wave, you don't want to get out of it. So uh, seeing him being on the up and up headed into the season and obviously healthy because he he played all four games. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see Vooch. I mean, it's contract year for him, man. He, yeah. he wants that extension. We talked about it in the offseason. He bought a pretty pricey mansion here um, in, five mil. In, in the area. So he wants to stay. And um, I'm happy to see that he came uh, out in preseason and showed to everybody that he, he means business this year. And hopefully that carries through the whole season. Biggest surprise to you of the preseason? <laughs> um, is, that, is that tough? I, I got. I, I I say Javante because I think that he kind of got more. I mean, I knew it. We had the Javante Green Power Hour on this show. I just want to fucking tell everybody that. Who, if you're a loyal listener, you already know about the Jay Green Power Hour that happened here. But listen about a little national recognition. Huh? I heard him being talked about on ESPN. We saw him on the Sports Center highlights with his crazy dunk. It was, there was a story about Pat moving to the bench and Javante on, on a major uh, media news outlet about Javante getting the start. I know that was, again, it was shuffled. Billy did it correctly. But still, I think that I would have to say the way that Javante shot, the way that he carried himself this preseason, that was the biggest surprise to me. I, I know Javante has, like, listen, I, I don't know that he has 76% worth of fucking shooting in him. I'm not saying that. But the confidence to go about that, I think, was really cool. No, I mean, that's that's a good one. But I'm going to go with Dale and Terry just okay. because um, his energy 
in the games where we were doing bad, uh, that first game of the, the preseason where he came in and he made that game tolerable to watch to close. Yeah, gave it a spark. Yeah. And and brought you that excitement in that field that we love the Chicago fans. We were very much uh, you know, hard hat lunch bell kind of folk. And to see somebody come out that nobody's really expecting anything out of this year. Not really expected to get rotational minutes, not really expected to get burn at all. Comes out and acts like he owns the place and had the UC jump. So uh, that was a pleasant surprise for me because going into the year, as much as I hoped that he would steal himself some minutes, I wasn't really hopeful of it until I saw um, just the infectious uh, feeling that he brings to the floor. Like he makes shit happen. Um, and that, that's that's going to be my surprise, though. It's, it's hard to uh, argue with your Javante point there as well. Anything that you'd like to see them do different? Because I, I I plan on us doing a season preview show um, before the regular season starts, because that is next Wednesday, the regular season starts. Um, and then for the Bulls, isn't that next Wednesday as well? Yeah, Wednesday, October 19th, Bulls play in Miami. Uh, I plan on doing, a, again, a season preview show, just kind of highlighting what we're looking for in the season, giving everybody our record predictions, yada, yada, yada from there. Um, but is during the preseason, was there anything that you wanted to see them do differently? I mean, jokingly, I want to say Billy taking away Andre Drummond's green light from three-point land, but at the same time, we oh, saw Oh, fuck you, buddy. That was sweet. success, so let let it rip. Yeah, the, I love that. The Andre Drummond uh, off-season three-point shooting montage is finally getting put into effect in the NBA, and it's it's happening <laughs> on your, your very own Chicago Bulls, everybody. Yeah, 18th fucking most entertaining my ass. Oh, got Andre, uh, you got Andre Drummond Andre down here. Cracking up threes over here. What's going on, 18? No shit, dude. That was I thought that was so funny. He looks confident back there, man, just letting them fly. I'm, I dig it. I, in the preseason, I dig it. He does that, and he misses a lot in the regular season. I will be, I will be bitching. Like he's he's going to keep that pressure on Vooch to keep hitting those shots. <laughs> you know, Vooch don't want to get benched for drumming, man. Um, I guess the only thing that I wanted to see them do differently is I wish that I would have got to see at least a little bit more run entering a game with DeMar, Pat, and Zach, and Vooch out on the court together. Um, that's it. Just to, you know, maybe try to make it a focal point. I know they were trying to get Vooch going with the inside out game, like I, I just mentioned a little bit before, but maybe like trying to get Pat to initiate the offense coming up the court or kind of do something a little bit different outside of the box with him to get him comfortable within the confines of that starting lineup. Um, that would be the only thing I wish I, they would have probably done a little bit differently. Um, but I mean, again, you know, we're kind of solidified, I think, and both of our thinking that Javante is probably going to be starting and, and let Pat come off the bench with Kobe and Caruso be, you know, try to make that bench unit as strong as you can possibly make it. You got a big three or whatever you want to call it in the starting lineup, you know, maybe have a, you know, a real good bench mob 3.0 come out there and, and make some shit happen when the bench guys come in. So um, yeah, that's what I got, I guess. You know, I mean, I don't think that anybody can argue with if you have Patrick Williams coming off the bench um, that, you're a better team off the bench. Um, I, I think that makes sense, and I think Pat will strive in that role. We'll see if Billy sticks to his guns and rides with that or if Pat gets the uh, preferential fourth pick treatment. Definitely need to see if he's going to be able to. I'm watching film on him right now. I look at him, I'm seeing him just be a little bit more aggressive. Second quarter, go to that time. i, I got to get you the timestamp here. I'll, I'll do that in a minute. But anyway, second quarter, he comes off a screen and he just pops one right away. No thinking, no nothing. It's one of the jumpers that he actually had going there. 
Like, that's what I want to see out of him. Like, why don't, I mean, that that's things that I want Billy to call for him when Zach and Damar are in. He's a tall kid. He's lengthy. He's going to draw somebody coming up on him on that screen. Then you're going to have somebody be open out on the court. Got a couple snipers around him. Well, he's a good enough passer, too, where you, you want him to be that threat to right. pull the pressure off of Zach and Damar and be able to facilitate to one of them or, you know, off of them. So right. it's uh, it's something that I'm sure we'll be watching closely. We didn't get to watch much of it all last year. So who knows? Pat, Pat could very well surprise us. It, it is preseason. Uh, grading him too harshly there isn't fair. Um, I, I think at this point we're just so dehydrated on – the, the potential of Patrick Williams that we, we just I think it's the hype train that just gets us. That's all. I think yes. that's it's been like that's from the beginning. Like the day that he was drafted, I remember you took a shot and walked away. I broke that picture frame on accident because I stood up too quick and it just broke. Like it's not that I never believed in the kid. It's not it's not that. It's just it's just I've he's heard, drafted a bench player fourth overall. And yeah, and I've heard since that like day about the potential that's there. I just, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to see it. That's all. I just want to, I want, I don't want to see glimpses. I want to see consistency of it. That's all. Cause people are like, Oh, well, not a ton of people that went after him are a lot better. What the fuck are you talking about? Got well, I, I, was, I was still a freshman in college at 20 years old. So, you know, like there's still time. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Yep. You're right. And, and then our boy Chai sports fan here in the comments, the day that we didn't get LaMelo Brad was pissed. Yes. I was very upset. I wanted LaMelo ball very badly, but we got the better ball brother in Lonzo. And they're both injured. Yeah, I know. How sad is that, man? Hey, Angelo is going to be the only one in the league this to start the year. <laughs> oh my God, man. He, he bad. He, he bad. Yeah. He's bad. Le- LeVar's dreams never coming true. No, okay. no. I, I don't fuck unless it's a 175 to nothing fucking blowout. No, they will not all three be on the court at the same time. No, no. way. No, absolutely not. Okay. Fair enough. I, I got I had to throw a little shot there at Chai Sports fan by saying Lonzo is better than LaMelo. <laughs> uh oh my god. But yeah, I mean that's all I really got for tonight, man. Like I said, I want to do a season preview show. Um and we'll, I'm sure we'll do that sometime either this weekend or you know, the day before a fucking game, something like that. But uh, you got anything else, man? You want to touch on before we leave here for the preseason review? Or are you are you good in the hood? I'm I'm good in the hood. I'm ready to ride out here. Uh, I'm just gonna take a shot at shy sports fan and just let him know that it is possible that the Bulls extend Drummond instead of Vucevic at the end of the year. You never know. What one is only twenty. Why would you say that to him? You want to upset well, him because, before we because get we're, up here? Yeah, we're gonna ride out. I don't have to deal with. The- <laughs> He's gonna, be, he's gonna slide in your DMs real quick. That's right. I'm not active enough on there anymore. Anyway. <laughs> That's very true, actually. All right, well, I don't have anything else either, man. Everybody, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted Me at Buzz on Tap. Go over to the YouTube on Tap Sportsnet YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Anytime we go live talking Bulls basketball, hop in here with us, talk shop, talk about our Bulls. We'll be back sometime in the next couple days to do the season preview show. Until then, let's go Bulls.